You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, and this is a bonus episode brought to you by me, Health Coach Heather. And today I'm really hot on this topic of emotional resiliency. How do we develop more emotional resiliency? How do we become more emotionally resilient in our lives, in a world that is so emotionally fragile? Too many people are victims to their own circumstances. And this is a problem because now you're seeing people in situations where they say over every little thing that they don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. And uh, they don't feel free to express themselves and whatever's going on in their lives, but they have become very fragile. And this can happen to any of us at any time, especially when you consider emotional emotional adulthood versus being an emotional child. Many adults are still in emotional childhood. Emotional childhood is when you blame any circumstance or person for your feelings. This or that happened or he or she said this, therefore I feel this way. That is emotional childhood. Emotional adulthood is when you take responsibility for your own emotions and your own mental health. And you you know it's you causing you to feel a certain way and you're not blaming it on anything else but taking full responsibility for your emotions. If we look at an example of a possible car accident or whatever on the road and then somebody jumps out of the car and starts screaming at the other person, are they in emotional adulthood or are they in emotional childhood? Well, they're in emotional childhood. They're not thinking clearly enough to communicate well. And maybe they're spouting out swear words and angry and kicking things and punching things. And you've probably seen this even within your own life, maybe within the walls of your own home, where a parent or a child or somebody acts out of emotional childhood. They're triggered by something, they lash out in some way without really calming down before they communicate, okay? And they're blaming their emotions on other people. And that's not being emotionally resilient. So let me give you some tips on how to control your emotions so you're not feeling at the mercy or being a victim to your own emotional health, your own emotions, because emotions are going to come. We're in some times right now where emotions might be more heated, more and more heated, especially with elections. You might be triggered in some way and you lash out in some way or say something or gossip or whatever you do to act out in emotional childhood. Tip number one is not letting emotions control you by doing the thought work. You logically need to think through what you're doing, why you're doing it, what's going on in your head. If you could step outside of your body and really look at yourself behaving the way you're behaving. If you could step outside yourself, would you still behave the way you're behaving? And the answer is, if you know what you know from a higher place of life in general and everyone's circumstances and situations, you wouldn't behave the way you're behaving. You'd have, you'd be more calm, more rational to deal with. And, um, you know, maybe you're not lashing out. Maybe it looks more apathetic. Maybe it looks more well, I don't feel like coming into work today or going to church or doing this or that. So I'll just stay home and sleep. 
maybe it's more like just giving in to the the natural man, if you will, just that urge not to do something that might be hard to do. And this, in turn, the consequence of this is you become a person who's not dependable. People cannot depend on you. They can't really ask for help or or put you in a position where you're able to kind of serve and lead and step into a leadership position because you're not dependable. They don't know if one minute you're going to be sad and the next you're mad. Your, your emotions are all over the place. And I have people like this within my own family who have emotions that are all over the place. One minute they might be happy, the next they're exploding on you. We have a hormone imbalance. We have some kind of imbalance in the body, which we'll talk about in just a second. But if you could step outside yourself and really guide yourself to making a, an appropriate decision, you, you wouldn't act the way you do. You wouldn't respond the way you respond from feelings of being triggered, feelings of anger, you know, whatever, emotionally charged. So what you need to do then after logically thinking through what you're doing and why you're doing it is to process the emotion. And that's something people aren't taught how to do. Processing emotion really just means going into your body, sitting still for a minute, taking some deep breaths. And what exactly am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? Where is it in my body? What does it look like? Give it a name. Really acknowledge that that emotion is there. And the more you get good at processing emotion, feeling it in your body, allowing it to be there, not pushing it down or pushing it away. Now, what would it look like if you were pushing it down and resisting it or pushing it away? Well, it would look like buffering, meaning you're numbing the pain. So how many people numb with alcohol? They numb their lives with alcohol. They take over-the-counter medications or prescription medications. They take um, caffeine, they take junk food, lots of sugar, they scroll social media, could be pornography. There's so many ways to numb emotions. And that is how the majority of Americans know how to do it, know how to live. We're so obsessed with the hit of dopamine, you see, that we'd rather feel that momentarily hit of pleasure versus really getting to the root cause of the problem and solving the root cause. And until you're willing to go there and not resist emotion, you'll always keep going back to resisting emotions and buffering in some way, talking negatively about somebody or indulging in gossip. Whatever it is that you tend to go back and do, you'll keep going back to that because it feels good to your brain. It's not you. It's just the way your brain's wired for survival in some ways. So we have to get out of that and kind of control that natural instinct to do those things and master, master that. And we do that by resisting doing those things consecutively and consistently as many times as possible. Then we build up a resilience to it, to it and we build up a resilience emotionally towards those things as well. We stop emotionally eating and things like that. So we process the emotions. We also release any past traumas. And it's a good idea to go back and take a look. Where in your life have you been hurt? Where have you felt shame, anger, guilt, resentment towards someone, fear? These are really heavy, hard, negative emotions. Depression. What caused? What triggered? What was it? What was the circumstance going on? Let's go back, take you inside your body again. You're going back to your inner child as an adult. You're going to talk to her or him console, calm, love, express your own concern and, and, and then buoy yourself up. 
You're going to get through this. You're going to do just fine. You've got this. You're healed. Everything's okay. Like really just talking to yourself kindly in that way and working through some of those really heavy, hard emotions that you felt in your past that are still bubbling inside that you might not even realize are still there, but they're causing some kind of sabotage in your life in one way or another. All right. So go back to your past experiences and clean this up. This is doing the shadow work. You can even Google that or put it on YouTube, put that out on YouTube and just type in how to do shadow work. You'll find the ways to do that and you'll be able to heal each and every level of your body, what's been going on in your life. And we've all been through a lot, haven't we? The next thing you'll do is to practice seeing yourself as strong, confident, and resilient. What image comes to your mind? Who is the image when I say, think of a person who's strong, confident, and resilient? Who just came to your mind? Picture that person as you. You now possess those qualities. You now possess that leadership. What would it take to get you to that level? Where you're dependable, people can depend on you, you're responsible, you're confident, you're a leader. When you step into that role, you're able to move the dial closer and closer to living in a society that's healthier and healthier, mentally and physically. But we got to get you there first. Okay, so you have to do this visualization every single day and practice seeing yourself the way you always wanted to see yourself. What does your body look like? What does your mind feel like? What are you thinking on a daily basis? What are your thoughts like? What does it feel like to be confident, to be a leader, to be responsible, to be in control of your emotions at all times? Visualize that over and over and over and over again. And then what you'll want to do is to Stay in practice. That's my next tip. Don't just visualize once. Make it a 21-day goal to kind of 21 days in a row to visualize what you want your future life to look like and visualize it as if it's already happened. Practice gratitude. Thank you that I now live in this beautiful, amazing home. It looks like this and I feel like this and my body's like this and whatever my health, my, I'm vibrant, I'm hiking, I'm traveling. Picture your life as if it's as good as done and keep that visualization going over and over and over again for 21 days in a row. Make that a habit. You have to see it to call it in. And we have to catch the negative thoughts and the negative energy at its tracks and stop it and then come into the visualization of what we want to manifest for our lives, what we want our lives to look like, what we want our health to look like, our bodies to feel like, our marriages to be like, our relationship with our kids, our friends, whatever. What do we want those things to feel like and look like in our lives? The more you visualize, the more it becomes your personal reality. It's amazing. It's good work to do. So stay in practice, visualize. I would also get a journal, clean out the trash by writing down all your negative thoughts, get them out of your head. So you can actually do the work of stepping outside of yourself and looking at this objectively, logically. How am I responding? How am I behaving? What's going on in my life? Is this true? Like really looking at your situation. So doing some journaling, doing some self-coaching, I teach my clients how to do self-coaching when they come work with me. So learning how to do self-coaching and, you know, change your thoughts, not your circumstance. We can't change that. 
but we can fix the way we're thinking. And that goes a long way in your own mental health. And did you know that 48% of people now have a mental health condition? That number is too high, my friends. We need to fix this problem. So are you taking care of yourself is my next tip. Let's find out. How's your nutrition? Is your nutrition on point? If you're drinking a lot of caffeine or you're drinking alcohol or you're putting, you know, cigarettes or vapes in in your body of any kind, you're causing a chemical imbalance that is destroying your brain and your brain, your brain cells in a lot of ways. So we're causing a chemical imbalance in the brain when we take these substances in. And if you're indulging in lots of sugar, possibly some hybridized wheat, lots of bread, lots of sugar, lots of carbohydrate things that are just processed and junky foods in a package. Now you're causing a fuel imbalance in the body. When we combine the fuel imbalance with the chemical imbalance, what do we have? A very weak, fragile body who is emotionally unstable, fragile, Okay, we want to create strong, healthy bodies. You have to put the healthiest foods that causes you to have the strongest bodies. And those foods are going to be different for each person. But basically, we need more protein. We need to eat more vegetables, drink more water. So how's our nutrition? Are we getting our vitamins? Are we getting vitamin D, B6, B12? Are we exercising every day for 30 minutes a day? Are you sleeping at night? like really getting a good night's sleep, like you're in bed by 9 or 10 p.m. tops and you're, you know, you shut off the phones, the Wi-Fi, the room temp is nice and cold. You got a nice warm comforter on you. You got some white noise. You've really set the stage for a good night's sleep. Are you getting sunshine every day? Being out in nature, that's going to help you to even practice more gratitude. And when you practice gratitude, you're focusing on what is working and not what isn't working. And then, of course, are you slowing down your breathing? Instead of these short, shallow breaths, are you breathing nice and deep? Deep breaths in, deep breaths out. As you take care of yourself, we can really fix a lot of those imbalances within the body. We can start to heal the gut. The gut's the second brain. That in turn heals the brain. And we feel our body really going into this place of complete optimal wellness. It's amazing. It's, ama- it's an amazing place to be. But I, I do realize that with whatever's going on in the world right now, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of worry. And that's why I created a five-day live training. I felt really prompted to create this and put it out to you guys. And I'm going to be hosting a five-day training called Stop Worrying Week. One whole week to stop worrying. Five days training with me, my mindfulness tools, how I release negative emotion and energy in the body. And each day you'll show up on a Zoom call with me and I will teach you one of those tools and you will feel that negativity just leaving your body every single day. You'll feel so good. You'll come every day and probably have something negative on your mind. We'll work through one of our mindfulness tools. I'll do some coaching on anyone who wants to be coached. And we'll release it from the body. Okay. So here's what you do next. You go to healthcoachheather.com. You'll see Stop Worrying Week. You sign up, grab your spot, and be sure to come to that. December 5th through the 9th. All right, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you 
later. Bye-bye.